Hey, and welcome to the Whiskey and Your Coffee podcast. I'm Nikki, and I am your host. This week, I have the one and only Whitney Watts joining me to just share a little bit of our stories and stuff we've gone through together. She's my like partner in crime, so... We're going to try to stay super focused here for you guys and yeah, see what we can see what we can give you them just some things that have helped us over the years when, you know, like shit's hit the fan and we need some tools in the toolbox to help us out. One of the things that I've mentioned um, in other work that I do is, and a lot of you have probably heard about it, is doing a gratitude jar and a gratitude jar is a, a great way to just remind you of those little things in your life that were that you're thankful for, that sometimes we forget when, you know, the wheels are spinning and we've got too much going on in our minds and we can't come back to that, you know, just kind of neutral ground. So we're in touch base over some of that stuff today with Wit and um, hope you guys enjoy this one. It's a fun one for me bringing her on and having her help the mission of, you know, changing the mental health stigma and Letting people know that you're not alone out there. So, without further ado, <laughs> welcome the wonderful and talented and beautiful Whitney Watts. And I'm going to let her just kind of dive in and see what she wants to give to you guys to get going. So, Wit, floor's wow. all yours. Thank you, Nikki. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, appreciate you having me on. <laughs> um, so, my story is kind of similar to Nikki's, you know, there was a time in my life about 10 years ago where I ended up in the hospital for attempted suicide and coming out of it was not only difficult with, you know, having to figure out how to deal with depression, cope with anxiety, but I had a very hard time trying to reconnect with friends and feel like I had the ability to be around or normal again. So, I know Nikki talks about her gratitude jar, and I kind of, at the time, made my own version of that. I was just feeling, like I said, very overwhelmed with reentry, if you will. <laughs> um, and I found doing the most simple of tasks difficult. So, I one day got a mason jar and cut up some paper, uh, wrote on the outside, love this life, and just put a bunch of little pieces of paper in there they on the paper it ranges from the smallest things of uh walk the dog to what are things what are three things that you love about yourself or what are two things that you'd want to change and why or you know be kind to a stranger or you know even as simple as just smile or stand up um you know because it was tasks like that that even though they seemed so simple could be the most challenging that's one that Wit um, says to me a lot, too, you know, like, and, and one importance here, I think, is that her and I have been able to connect on this, you know, topic and conversation and why, for one of the many reasons we're such dear friends, but being able to say, hey, you know, like, I'm kind of in my head today or or I need to shake it out. But one thing that I love that she always says and I think is a great tool is move, is yeah. get up. You know, and she even just mentioned that that's in her jar of like just a reminder because sometimes we can get so at least I don't know what I feel this way, like just get so stuck on the couch or get stuck in your head. Mm -hmm. And it seems like it's no hope. And we kind of laugh at the concept of like take it eight seconds at a time, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you can break it down into 
those small things, just like she's saying, like this jar for her, it seems to me like you were real. it was a way to just break it down to be able to keep you moving forward. Yeah, it just showed the simplicity of things. You know, there's a lot of times I can, you know, hear it in someone's voice. Like, let's say you're having a hard day, Nick, and I talk to you on the phone. It's like, okay, if you're struggling, I can hear that you're laying down instead of sitting up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just make that small change. It's even the smallest amount of progress really does, it matters. You know, it's the small steps from laying down to sitting up to, you know, getting yourself to stand. It, it, it adds up. And then, you know, if you keep doing those small steps, the sooner you just kind of realize that, hey, I've made it this far already. And it it doesn't feel so daunting. So. Right. And, you know, like that, that concept of coming out of the hospital, you, you called it re-entry and, you know, and, and it's, it's re-entry maybe after two days, maybe after months, maybe after 30. But I know that I had a lot of like probably embarrassment. Yeah. There's a lot of shame and just around it. Mm -hmm. And I think navigating those feelings are really hard for, it was hard for me, but for a lot of people. And that's why we're here talking about this is to say, Hey, you know, if you're going through that, or if you've been in that place, like we want you to know, like, well, we have to, you -hmm. know, and that you, that other people, we create these stories in our heads of like, Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Or I don't want people to know and this and that. Where what I have found over, I don't know, my years is that people want to show up. They do. And you just need to give them the opportunity to. You need to let them know, like, hey, I'm not okay. And I'm not asking, you know, for you to change my world or change the world for me. I just need someone to sit in a dark closet with. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Um, We'll we'll have to, you know, now reveal that we are recording this sitting in a closet with candles because the light had a hum while we were recording so we decided to go about it this way so you know that's another really great like concept too is is when you are going for things like you guys know this podcast is new for me and I don't wait have you ever been on a podcast no I'm like talking on the phone um that it lit like yes we're really sitting in a closet right now with candles and <laughs> talking about this <laughs> yeah <laughs> because it's important and it's been an important topic for both of us not only personally but we've seen friends go through it and so i think that's why this is i don't know powerful for me and and okay. And so one of the things that we're going to do, and I'll let Wit kind of take over, is um, she's going to pull out 10 different um, things from her jar. And we'll maybe talk about them, maybe not. But just 10 easy and simple things to remember to do or implement, even if the task of writing a jar seems too hard. And so then I'll attach this at the end of the show. I'll type them up and you guys could print them out or have them just in case you need a little reminder of like, get up move, breathe, whatever it may be. Um, and I love that hers are uh, kind of all over the board from right, random, right? right? Yep. <laughs> from random acts of kindness to gratitude. So first one out of the jar. It's a little dark. <laughs> it just says, make yourself a fresh and healthy dinner. And because you know, there was so many days that I needed motivation to do just that. You know, it's so simple to order pizza or not eat or just not move forward in a healthy way and you know something like this very simple to do and like healthy meals are so important and are better about yourself oh your body yeah small step you feel so much better and and too like and it can be very simple right like that meal can be 
It could have been a bag salad. Yeah. I mean, that's not the healthiest of things, but it is still better than McDonald's. Exactly. Or, or not the, eating. Or the not eating. And yeah. I can I can admit that that's one I can go quickly down mm-hmm. when I get stressed and anxiety and overwhelmed. I go the other way. And one thing to know there is our body, our brain uses 25% of our caloric intake to think, to process. And so if if you're kind of in your head and you've got other stuff going on, that the not eating thing isn't going to help. So, like, I would carry almonds around. Yeah, you need energy. Just something, right? So yeah. one little one is remember the healthy meal and make yourself a just bag salad if it comes right? down to something. it. something. Okay, next one. Oh, this sucks. Uh, three things that I love about myself or my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so at the time, this would have been an incredibly challenging card for me to have pulled. Um, but, you know, I tried to put a quantity to it that felt achievable, you know, even naming things that I'd love about myself at that time would have been, like I said, very hard, but trying to figure out three, I mean, it can be as small of things as I love that I'm really good at thumb wars. I don't know. Like anything. (laughs) Are you? I'm so good at thumb wars. It's like one of my skills. Maybe we'll play. That and not in tying. It's like I'm freakishly good at both of them. (laughs) And I don't even have long thumbs. I don't know. Maybe it's just a skill. World thumb champion. Add it to my resume. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know, just three things. They can be simple. They can be deep. They could be whatever you want. Right? Just make it easy. Yeah easy as it could be okay next have a conversation with someone new Ooh, that's a hard one when I'm in a place man right I mean so I was in college at the time and it was just as simple for me as saying hi to the person I was sitting next to in class mm-hmm. you know because there's so many days where I didn't speak to anyone in class and it just you know you always hear like oh these are my great college friends and it's people you meet in school and it's like okay well if you're feeling so depressed making that connection can be very, very difficult. And, you know, it just starts with saying hi. Why do you feel like you didn't want to connect? Oh, because I was just so in my own mind of sadness and depression that I felt like I had nothing to give to anyone else. Or, you know, why would they want to talk with me when I'm not even, how would I answer them? Like, it just, it felt so overwhelming that it was easier just to put my head down, not say anything, go to class, and then go back to my darkness (laughs) right no the reason I ask that is because I mean I I really feel the same way a lot of times when it's stuff like that and like I won't want to run errands I just and I'm not like sitting on the couch but I won't want to do anything really Mm -hmm. and and so that connection piece and you nailed it because it's the same thing it's the I don't have anything to offer and like what what like what's the reason you know yeah and so then I would just return to the same which you said like darkness at home so yeah And you don't know what other people are going through. You know, if someone were to, on some of my dark days, just look at me, smile, and say hi, it could have changed my whole entire mood for the day. Right. You know, so if you can change someone else's day in a positive way, then why not give it a shot? Yeah. And I think, you know, once again, the importance of what we're talking about now is that reason to say, hey, you never know. And, like, also, like, being able to share your story because you never know if somebody needs to hear it. Right. Well, that just happens to lead very nicely into this next one. Oh, perfect. Do something nice for a stranger. (laughs) So there used to be this homeless guy that would stay on the corner, like, same corner every single day. And what I liked the most about his signs was he was never asking for money or 
he never asked for money. It was more like his list constantly kind of changed. It was like, I need four AA batteries <laughs> or a pair of large sweatpants or like, you know, eight diapers. Like it was very, you could tell that it was just, he wasn't asking for more than what he believed that him and his family needed at the time. Oh, wow. And, you know, so I, every day was buying four batteries or <laughs> a random set of diapers. But, you know, it took writing this or pulling this note in order to do that. Because before I was just driving by, I was like, hell, I can get four batteries. To me, it's not, it's not the end of it. But, you know, that meant so much to this guy. Well, then there's so. that concept of, like, thinking outside yourself and when you... Made me feel good. Yeah, right? Makes you feel yeah. good. Oh, and that's what... That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, that giving concept. Like, I don't know. I love, like, being able to buy the coffee for someone behind me. Yeah. Or is it very small? And if it's not a monetary thing, and you know, then then write a note. Like, there's yeah. so many ways to do an act of kindness. Right? Just send a text. Like, hey, it was great talking with you the other day. Yep. So easy. The Um, little things. One thing I've really been thinking about recently, and we even started when we talked about this, was how much the little things make up our lives. But yet we can really get caught in the big picture. And it's literally like, I love that her and I are sitting in the closet (laughs) right now. It's the little things. (laughs) You know, having this conversation and sharing it because it's the little things. It's like, I don't know, a year from now we'll be like, hey, do you remember when? <laughs> and so, like, yeah. like those little those little steps and taking the time to laugh about them and celebrate them. So, that's yep. awesome. Yeah, it's, it's small. Um, so, this one says, go get flowers or a plant and remember that you love yourself. I kill everything. <laughs> so, that one, I just ended up with, like, a graveyard of plants. Um, so, I just, tur- I ended up turning that into, like... Those little mini cactuses that oh, like, nice. you get at Home Depot the that like, dyed pink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had so many of those. And those, I I think they're fake. I don't really know. But, but should I, like, I feel like I could totally throw you under the bus on that one and be like, well, maybe that's a, like, great metaphor for, like, self-care. <laughs> Do better. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It just makes me give think it water. about, like, <laughs> give it water. I mean, and honestly, yeah. it's uh, that is kind of the thing. Like, give it water, mm-hmm. feed it, and that's why we buy plants and goldfish and things, you know? Oh, I've been through so many goldfish plants. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> you know, and I would try and I was like, I still keep them. I still think dead plants are pretty. Like, you've seen my house. They There's... are pretty. To an extent. <laughs> <laughs> but the... I mean, all of my, what are the tall ones? Orchids. Orchids, yeah. Those are just dead leaves now. Attached, like, orchids attached are a stick. Ha- orchids are hard, maybe. For me or in general. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, it was still something that you did. Exactly. But what I love about these is you actually did them, right? And that's I the made thing. Myself, yeah. Like creating this, then the next step is committing to being like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I have like a bunch of card decks around my house and like gratitude jars or just place things in different places. And it is amazing how much I can walk by and like grab one and be yeah. like, oh yeah, okay. Like one of them recently, the card says, you don't need it. And I was like, okay. But I do need those. <laughs> might, might be but different there. Yeah. But, you know, like just little yeah. things where it's like, oh, okay, little release or a little reminder of mm-hmm. like letting go when we kind of go what I call down the rabbit hole, you yeah. know? I mean, and just, you know, back to the card and the plants, it started to make me laugh, you know, because I was like, how many can you kill? <laughs> <laughs> so I would just kind of, you know, it... The dead plants brought me joy. Right. <laughs> and so it's, again, just something simple 
and easy that in the long run I I was just laughing about. <laughs> Something that just brings you joy. And yeah. that's what I love about these. Like you, did you look these up when you no, made them or you I just, just wrote sat yours? at my desk and I was just so sad. I spent literally a week drawing the loveless life on the outside because I was procrastinating. <laughs> but I was just like, I'm so sad and broken. I can't even get myself to motivate enough to put things in the jar to do one thing a day. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But, um... Learn five new Spanish verbs. That was fun. Oh, wow. Why not? Why not? That's a great one. I, <laughs> I mean, love it. Again, it's, you know, there's a lot more in here that have depth to them. I like this one. So the next one, come up with three reasons on why you deserve to be loved and why you're loved. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. So I really tried to, in this jar to create a nice balance of challenges versus simple tasks. Because um, as much as I would love to fill them all up with buy yourself plants and learn Spanish verbs, <laughs> that's only so productive. And I would be just in a graveyard of dead plants speaking Spanish to them. <laughs> <laughs> so. Necesita oh, that's a great agua. visual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just talking to my plants in Spanish <laughs> about why I deserve love. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Oh. Yeah. You, know, you have to throw some challenging ones in there, too. Well, and it's true, and that's what I mean. Like, I love how you've done it because it is it, those things are hard, and especially if you're in a like place of not feeling, yeah, loved. I had a good friend of mine say that to me recently. She was like, "Have you ever thought about the concept that maybe you think you're unlovable?" And I was like, "Oh, crap! <laughs> no, I don't want to." <laughs> <laughs> But we get stuck so many times in our head and are in our own way that, like, having this little reminder or being like, okay, like, even, like, a journal entry or whatever it may be can be so huge and beneficial. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, the importance of this. But back to what was the other – oh, the Spanish verbs. Oh, I was going to say, I'm a big proponent all the time for learning and growing. And one of mine that I've talked about numerous times is I learned to play guitar – And guitar became my little kind of outlet or thing that I went to um, to just be able to release. So, like, you probably had a driving force to want to learn Spanish verbs Mm -hmm. or, you know, just maybe to speak it more fluently, whatever it may be. You can you could switch that and be like, pick up the guitar. And and with that, like, do other things. Yeah. Learn five chords. Right. Mm -hmm. And what I was going to say is do things that also make that task easier. Like one for me is. And I know for all you guitar people out there, don't jump down my throat, but I don't leave my guitar in the case. <laughs> I leave it lying around the house and it's, you know, I love this guitar and it's great, but it's not like super fancy. So that works for me. And it's wonderful because then in the middle of the day when I'm working or, oh yeah, I need a break, it's right there. Mm-hmm. And so it reminds me to do it. So I actually, then you take that task a step farther and you make the next task easier well then you naturally flow into a productive form right you know you're slowly training yourself to snap out of your lows without realizing it Mm -hmm. and then it just becomes right and all of a sudden you can play a song or you can say a a song (laughs) you're like wow i can actually do things this is progress like it i'm moving forward and it's amazing like i remember the first time i like could play a song and i was like (gasps) I can, somebody listen. Somebody, is anybody here? I can play a He's song. Like, yeah. <laughs> Where like a year before, I never thought I'd get there because it was C, D, and G. Like those were the chords I was learning. I can't even move both hands at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and 
so to be able to see that and then add it up and then celebrate that like thing that you did because you didn't think you were going to get there. And that's, I think, the coolest part, mm-hmm. too. And you don't realize your progress along the way. And also, like you said, you're like, wow, I did that. I did this. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Next. Um, give something of yourself that will help benefit others. Like that one. What would I do now if that were the card I pulled? Time. Or, you know, just listening. I think that is very important to be a good listener. It's very, I think, rare to come across people that care enough to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, really listen. Really listen. Because a lot of the time, like, I don't, like, people are allowed to bitch. Everyone wants to bitch. But it's like, you might as well bitch to a wall. You know, like, getting things out is helpful. But being able to get it out and feel heard is productive. You know, you can say things in a safe space or sometimes you just need to say it out loud to really even see the impact that the words have on your own feelings or get it off your chest or just let it go. I mean, there's so many, I think, benefits of being able to speak to someone that listens. So I think for me now, that would be the answer to the card is, yeah, just that's what I'd give of myself is ears. Years. <laughs> and she does, you guys, like, oh, my gosh. I mean, she will. I, I'm going to have to brag on you because she does. And I, and I feel heard. Like, I notice with her. And I actually love that you pulled this because just for you to be saying it yeah. now, like, Whitney will put her phone down. You know? And, like, you guys, that's huge. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. you know, all of us do it. And we're all distracted. And we all have got things going on. Yeah. But to really be heard. And it reminds me of a go figure. It reminds me of a quote. Surprise! <laughs> yeah. Nikki loves quotes. I love quotes. So annoying. <laughs> <laughs> At least she listens, though. I know. Um, but there's a. It's one of my favorite, and it says, "Do you um, listen or do you wait to talk?" Mm-hmm. And I think that's huge. And it's actually like, you know, when we talk about like growth and growing ourselves and and that concept, it's something for me that has become really prevalent in my life of making sure to try to listen. And uh, I've been a talker for 36 years. Why so I have a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I listen to podcasts. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, but to be able to be like, okay, like I, I had somebody very important in my life say, maybe I could listen better. Right. And I was like, okay. And most of the time people take that as such a rude thing but I mean people don't listen no like at, at all really anymore like it's like they're listening but you see them scrolling or they're listening just to bring it back to a story about them and it's like oh, great great like we can talk about you and I'll listen but also like just having that skill of listening I think it, it's incredibly beneficial in all forms of relationships oh every relationship yeah. and you know, even even what you just said about, like, bringing it back to the person, being able to really listen is that quote, are you listening or are you waiting to mm-hmm. talk? And I am so guilty of being like, <laughs> oh, my God, but I've got, like, the best mm-hmm. story to tell after their story. And we do that. We get into that headspace, and it's almost like you get you turn off that being there. And I've heard it this way a long, for a long time, like, holding space for somebody else, just mm-hmm. knowing is a huge thing. But yet, like, for which she's saying that's a way for her to give. And that's a, I mean, 
when we start to get into like those concepts of like there's scientific studies about gratitude and giving and how it changes like the chemistry in our bodies Mm -hmm. so oh that's awesome i love that one for you let's see another one how many have we pulled we're at one Ooh, this is the last one we said we were gonna do 10 is it a good one (laughs) (laughs) uh just uh show someone i love them so that's hard for me. I mean, I think people can show their love in a lot of ways, but having the ability to, the ability to be open and know that, I mean, love to me feels very vulnerable. Um, it doesn't feel easy and light and simple. It seems terrifying and vulnerable. <laughs> so I guess doing that, I think, is... A powerful way to not only show someone that you care and that you're thinking about them and that you do love them but also that you trust yourself and them enough to express that emotion with them right you know it could just be i don't think it's you know like going up to your parents like i love you like you know it's actually like showing them you know because mm-hmm. words are powerful but i think for me actions are more powerful than words i'm very much an actions person you could say something to me 500 times and until i see that come i'm like that's cute yeah (laughs) nice try buddy um so yeah i'm a firm believer in showing your actions and your feelings and all of it well and you know that that concept with of love being vulnerable especially for any but in i mean anybody i'm not even want to like say it this way but but for like what we're talking about in terms of like the mental health concept and stuff it's like You know, I know for me, when I've gone down that road, it's what we talked about earlier. It's not about, for me, it comes into a place where I'm like, your life is easier without me. Right. And so then like trying to be like, but I'm going to show you love and feel love and give love. It's not just like, it's not that you're bad at relationships or it's not that it's any of those things. It's like, it's this deep kind of like vulnerable is a big word. Well, if you don't love yourself, how do you expect someone to love you or how can you give love? Exactly. You know, so it just opens up this whole can of worms of like spiraling. (laughs) It 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 makes it hard. So, you know, I think it's, yeah, like you're very much onto it. I mean, and it's that, that, yeah, how do you, and I know everybody's heard that like love yourself before you can give love and and then it, it changes lives. Huh? So loving yourself really does change your life. Oh my gosh. Like it's loving so myself. I don't get angry over like, tr- that, like trust issues because right. I'm like, dude, that's all good. Like yeah. I love me. And if, and if I love me, that's the only thing I can control. And so many times oh, I think we try yeah. to control things that we cannot control. So like Whit and I, we both ride horses and you think about that in an example of control <laughs> And it's like, yeah, okay, we're in power, we're this, like, right, like, the whole role is to, quote, quote, be in control. And I think that's why horses are amazing in that, because you really get, like, yeah, no. Yeah, well, they let loose and they trust you, but they're in control every second of the way. Exactly. you think that you're in control, but But it's it's, it's trust, and it's, it's just a raw relationship. And I think that's where it's really beautiful in terms of, like, the concepts of what you just said. The raw relationship and the power and the control and the letting go. And that's really what I was trying to get to. The letting go to trust, yeah. Yep. The letting go to trust yourself. The letting go to trust your partner. Whatever the relationship may be. But it's what it comes down to is trusting yourself. Mm -hmm. 
and realizing that like what you're in charge of is yourself. And so from the healthy eating to the things that you love about yourself to taking care of yourself. And and so many times, I don't know, I feel like it's been told or said that it's like selfish or whatever. And it's just not. It's not. And I think everyone has the right to be selfish. Yeah. You know, you have to put yourself first because you can't give if you have nothing to give. Yeah, if you're just completely drained before mm-hmm. you're trying to be vulnerable. That. Huh? Yeah. People forget that a lot. They, you know, they're like, they just, okay, well, I need to be here for this person. I need to do this. And sometimes it's fine to be selfish and say no. Like, I, I don't have it in me right now to do this for you. I really wish I could, but I just, I don't have the capacity, you know, because it's like you can't half-ass it with them. Then they get half of it out of it and you're even more exhausted. Right. Like, be it physically, mentally, emotionally, any of it. I had a friend one time talk about this concept and it's a yoga one too from a training I did and they talked about like showing up as a no and like how many times in our lives we've said yes to something and then you show up but you show up as a no. Yeah that's no fun to be around. No it's not. You hear downers. (laughs) Right and so like if you're gonna say yes and be there and do it like yeah things happen you know and something you may not be able to be your full you but there's a difference between being there and being like, I don't want to be here. Like, like wet blanket in the corner. Yeah, exactly. No, Go home. <laughs> and so that's the same thing that like kind of translates over to why self-care is so important. Mm-hmm. Why doing these things are so important and just that yeah. overall concept. Because then like when you do that, then you see your life start to like thrive and yeah. take off. And that's, I think, you know, bringing it full circle is a very good representation of this jar. It's like the small steps that allow you to become and slowly fill your glass along the way so you have the ability to be one a better person for you but for others as well you know it's like these small things they really add up and it's i think an important process yep well and i love that and, and i think to to bring it to an end that's exactly the point it's the little things you've probably heard me say it 800 times now i mean i know it has but eight seconds at a time and that that came from a really good girlfriend of mine actually years ago. Um, there was a group text and our buddy said, Nick, take it 30 minutes at a time. And she said, sometimes I got to take it five seconds at a time. 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 <laughs> minutes, eight seconds. And the reason we say eight seconds is because I looked up one day on rodeo why, um, right, why, you know, cowboys, whatever, rode for eight seconds. And it was because that's when the animal will fatigue like it's at its fullest potential. But I had my partner say to me, he was like, yeah, but in that eight seconds, that bull can go right. (laughs) I can go every way possible. And I was like, that's just such an amazing analogy for life because that every way possible could be chaotic Mm -hmm. or it could be really great and wonderful. But it's still, you're still able to then wrap your brain around five seconds, eight seconds, mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Right. Yeah. Those eight seconds all of a sudden become 30 minutes and you get through it. And then you get through it and then that's the cool part. So with that said, till next time, cheers and uh, enjoy some whiskey and your coffee. And remember... Or wine in closet. <laughs> and remember eight seconds at a time.